What's up, tea drinkers? Who's ready to spill? Welcome to The Tea with KG, hosted by your girl, Kaylee Grace. Here you'll find your weekly boost of real talk mixed with laughter, healing, and all of those vulnerable, messy moments in between. The Tea with KG is a safe space for you to show up exactly as you are. We are here to share real-life stories from around the globe and be a community of love, joy, and celebrating life. This is a real deal show, so there will be coarse language and sensitive topics discussed. The most beautiful stories oftentimes emerge from the darkest of places, and we're here to explore it all. There's room for everyone at this tea time, so grab your drink of choice, spark it up, or just relax and soak it up. Cheers, and let's spill. up tea drinkers we are back with another episode of the tea with kg i'm your host kaylee grace and i have another amazing guest joining me this week the lovely and talented gypsy thank you you're welcome so gypsy is my hairstylist here in vancouver that's how her and i connected and upon meeting it was just very natural we were like okay this is a good connection again just one of those soul connections where it just feels just felt right and it was just so nice because when I was coming here I was brand new I didn't know anyone so I found her uh citrus hair salon and I was like okay book me in and they booked me with gypsy and I'm so happy they did so can't wait to have our conversation today yeah what's really cool about my studio is they're sort of trained to try to fit people not just um who's going to be the best stylist for the task and the service, but also personality wise. And did they ever nail this one? It was like, (laughs) it was like, we both knew right from second one that we were like, you know, we just have that connection that you just don't always have with everybody. And yeah, I felt it. Yes. I always love our hair date and yes. Into it. So yeah. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) And it's so true. And when we met was like when the, like the COVID rules were a little bit more intense. So we couldn't hug each other. And both of us were like, I just want to give you a hug. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's been great. And yeah, just super, super grateful to have you on with us today. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So we'll start with the who are you and what do you do? Well, I'm a, a crazy girl, I guess, that just came from all towns. <laughs> one and had you know uh they felt like big dreams for me maybe they're average dreams for somebody but I'm I'm basically living them now I am yeah from rural Saskatchewan um I spent most of 20 years in Calgary we moved here to Vancouver about five and a half years ago and I work at Citrus Hair Salon and um I am married and have a zoo I call it a zoo parents <laughs> <laughs> and one dog so if you're hearing things that's them (laughs) they're chiming in (laughs) yeah exactly oh they're the best everybody knows Benson he's always in the background of my podcast he's like hey (laughs) oh that's so good so I guess we'll dive right into it let's hear your story because I know from us sitting and chatting you definitely have a story we've talked about so many different topics and yeah let's learn more about you girl okay so yeah, it's quite the story, and um, and I'm not sad about it. Anymore. Sorry, that was alarm telling me. This <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, I am. I'm no longer uh, sad about my story. Um, 
because it's helping so many people. Um, and I was just mentioning, like, I, I did a, a recently another, well, actually the interview where the podcast was, um, I, I did another interview of a podcast in January that just got released. And so it's interesting that I'm like doing another ask to do another yeah. one. Um, so, um, and I'll just say now, if there's any bit that I am like, oh, I talked more about that on the other podcast. If anyone wants to hear that one, you can DM me um, and I'll send you the link. Um, Cause I go into a lot of different bits. Um, so basically, I mean, I think I, I, I've taken a look through the images on Instagram of um, your your podcast, and um, I'm like definitely probably one of the older ones you're interviewing. So 44 years old. Point being, I've got a lot of story. I kind of figured the two main, most important aspects of my life are kind of where I have had the most growth and seen the most growth and been part of why I had the most growth and just all the things. And so that would be for me, God first and my husband next. And I think both of those things and where I've come from and where I've gone to and I'm still learning and growing as yeah. I, that those things I think will be um, interesting and helpful to, to this audience. And, and I hope so, because um, I know already my, like I say, my story helps a lot of people. So absolutely girl. I can't wait. I mean, I already have a little bit of an inside scoop, but I'm sure there's more that I haven't even heard. I'm so excited. So yeah, that's the thing. Like this is all just, we keep it real. We share. Cause that's how we connect as a, as a humankind yeah. in a world. And we know we're not alone in what we've experienced because sometimes certain things can be very isolating and it's like you think oh my god it's just me and you're and it's not like that's what I love about sharing everyone's stories because we're just bringing everyone together and we're just walking each other home and that's it so I love it 100% and I feel like things have come such a long way since I was younger um yeah has been the type that to just say it like it is I don't really (laughs) I I hold back really I, I've always just um, super genuine and super real and super raw and honest. And it, that wasn't really always wanted. I am a really appreciated the, the past, I would say maybe 10 years where um, having a more of an openness to life struggles, the reality of life, the, the difficulty and the things that come from trauma and abuse and stuff like that, um, that, yeah. that mostly we're all more open to talking about it. Cause let me tell you back in the, you know, 80s, 90s. Yeah. In the early 2000s, people, la, 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 like they don't want to hear. 100%. They, they just don't it's so hear. true. It's so true. Cause like I grew up in the 90s era and like I can totally relate to that. And that, I've said that so many times with other guests. I'm like, we, this was not talked about when we grew up. It just wasn't. And I'm so happy that now we are shedding light on so many topics because it's just truth. It's, that's it. It's truth. And that's it. So. And I'll pre-warn, I didn't wear eye makeup. Um, I, get, I get, I'm a very emotional, passionate person. And if I yeah. cry, I'm fine. <laughs> I cry like every, every day, which is probably true. Yeah. Because um, I'm, I'm passionate about um, where I've come from and where I'm going and how I got there. I'm, I'm touched by my own story. I, I feel a lot. And so <laughs> if, if tears come, that's just how I roll. Oh, know? preach, girl. We're all about the feels. <laughs> So I guess um, what what started my life, um, straight up, full on abuse. So yeah, that's, let's dive right into it. Yes, mm-hmm. um, this could be trigger warnings, all of this. Um, yeah. if you need- we'll just throw it out there now. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and again, I've always just said it all like it is. So um, yep. I'm pulled back now. And the reason I don't is especially these days again is because there are people that can relate and man i if i can be like that's why i've I've always said and i've said so many clients and so many people i talk to if i can be the one person that i never had because i didn't i feel like i had anybody that 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 went through what i went through and i'm sure they were out there they just yeah exactly and if i can be like one person that someone's like oh my goodness like she went through that and she is like you know, living in, in, in victory and she's living in, um, you know, some healing, like, oh, okay, that can give me hope because damn it, I spent so many years suicidal and I just, I want to be, um, somebody that, that maybe other, like that I want to be, um, someone to people that I just felt like I never really had. Yes. Oh, you're giving me goosebumps. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My, my life started off with an interesting, uh, interesting forms of of abuse and I'll just dive right in there and be straight up and honest and again I know that there's going to be people relating to this I grew up with all forms of abuse except for maybe being locked in a closet and unfed I know people that have had that and so it wasn't to that degree but it was all other forms and I will say including spiritual abuse that was a new one to me I had a therapist um my main therapist of my life who was a a Christian man didn't advertise as that, but he was. And when he just saying the word spiritual abuse, I was like, mm. oh, just that term and the fact that he said it, because I knew exactly what he meant when he said it. And I didn't even know it existed. And I didn't even know that's what it was. When he said that, that all of a sudden just brought healing to me coming wow. from a Christian man, right? Especially. And so I grew up with what I used to call crazy Christians, um, the whole family on both sides. But I now call it evil Christianity, and it does exist. And there is a not evil Christianity. This is the one I feel like, I mean, we're all flawed, but this is the one I feel like I'm living out today. Um, but that's what I grew up with. So things, yeah. like, you can't swear, but we're going to sexually abuse you behind closed doors. Oh, my God. You can't listen to this type of music, but we'll beat you <laughs> behind closed doors. So these things that literally were like so evil, so horrible, um, all in the name of, of, of Christianity or whatever. Um, it's some very flawed parents and, um, yeah. had gone through their own trauma, which didn't even, I didn't even really take that into like, just sort of understanding their trauma. And then they tried to parent at such a young age that in my, in itself has been more healing to me over the past couple of years to like, just have it dawn on me. Oh my goodness. Like they went through what they went through. Imagine I, I don't yeah. have, to, and I thank God every day I don't, because I feel like I would have for many years. I don't think it would be like that now. Not that I'm perfect, but for many years, I'm sure I would have just continued the abuse cycle. Mm-hmm. So they just didn't have the strength, you know, to, um, to, to do what, what needed to be done and they didn't have the wherewithal and the capacity. And so that was helpful in my forgiveness. But um yeah, there's so many rabbit trails with my story. It's hard to stay focused and concentrated. <laughs> interrupt me to kind of keep me on. Oh no, I was gonna say I love that you are like thank you. First of all, thank you for sharing that deep trauma because I know it's it's a lot. 
So I just want to put that out there, express my gratitude, because like, I'm I'm getting emotional listening, because I know how powerful that is. And I like some of the terminology you're using, because like, I've never heard that before spiritual abuse. But once you said it, I knew what it meant as well. I was like, okay, that makes sense. Um, my brain squirrel brains too. I was like, what I had another thought that I wanted to say, oh, and I also love with your growth, how you're viewing your parents as their own people with their own trauma, because that's a challenging thing to do. And I, I think it's very key in the healing process. And it's, you get to a point where eventually we see that. And um, I just think that that shows how strong you are and how far you've come in your growth. And I just want to commend you for that. Cause Yeah, it's amazing. I know that I, and, and for anyone listening that's on their own path of healing, I want to make a point in that, that I don't think we, like, there's a certain amount of healing that has to come before you can even approach and, and get to that point where you can see oh, yes. people that traumatized me may have and likely were, had their mm-hmm. own. Um, don't get to that place until you get there. You cannot. Yes your healing you can't go faster than your own wherewithal and capacity can allow you um and so don't feel like oh well she did it how trust me it took me years I was oh yeah what 42 I would say when I uh no no the first time I really that was my true freedom story time I was released from like literal demonic strongholds how to hold exorcist hour that part again on, I may touch on some more of it now, but that part is really dived into a lot on the other podcast. If anyone wants yeah. to listen, true freedom from um, uh, all the things that live in hate, so rage, um, anxiety, like anxiety, um, all the fear stuff, uh, suicidal tendencies, um, unforgiveness, like all of these things. That's why I was released from that on that bloody mm. exorcist hour. That's what I call it. Like it was like <laughs> very like movements happening like satan was here god was here it's like it was a full spiritual battle wow. anyway that is dived into in the other one a little more but i i felt strongly to talk to other things on this one that yeah. i not so um i want to make time for that but yes that's kind of where that came from so so uh but yes that was the first dawning i had it was in that it was in that prayer that freedom prayer moment where i was like oh my goodness i feel strongly that my my birth father, who was my sexual abuser and my largely my my abuser. I mean, my mother perpetuated it um, and kept me in it, but that was like my real abuser. And I was like, I just knew all of a sudden he, which was confirmed later, he himself went through all the same. Um, yeah, and that broke me in a good way. Yes. Yeah, I'm so emotional about it. Do you, oh my gosh, of course, let it out, honey. I feel like it humanizes the abuser sometimes. Like when you realize, oh, okay, they went through this too. And again, it's not excusing behavior. I just want to throw that out there. I will never yeah. excuse abusive behavior because yeah. I have been abused as well. And it's not okay. It's never yeah. okay. We all go through trauma. How you react is up to you. And I won't con- con- I won't say that yeah. abuse is ever okay because it's not. But in the healing process, these things are necessary to yeah. look at your abuser. Because yeah. I've done the same. I'm like, I knew this person had a very tough upbringing. But I'm like, um, I found what it did for me sometimes was I made excuses for him because I knew how hard he had it. And like, that's not good either. Like, you can't make excuses for yeah. your abuser. They're still doing things that are not okay. So I uh, 
I definitely understand. It's so crazy how like in tune we are with each other because that's right. Like you, it's not excusable, but what it does become is important in your own healing to get to at some point, be able to get to that point where you can see, like, I just started to, that's when I really started to feel actually more sorry than hate more. Um, I guess even compassion instead of, um, you know, just full like unforgiveness and stuff. And so it really shifted things for me in that way to be able to have it soften my heart towards them. And and that's the thing is real healing is going to mean that hate doesn't exist, right? Not that you don't have to battle that every bloody day and every minute. Yeah things still come at you but you and you do have to battle them but but hate um yeah we we can't we cannot find like true forgiveness is part of it so yeah that absolutely help in that form of healing again not not uh, mentioning it or getting to that place because of condoning it but for your own healing sake so it's very yeah. very and I love too that you said, Gypsy, how it took you a long ass time to get there because same like there are still some times where you know, and don't be hard on yourself. If it takes you time, it's okay. Healing is not linear. I say that all the time. It's like this. It is not all the way up, straight up. Here we go. It's like, it's messy. And like, you might take two steps forward and then five back. Like it's, and that's okay. Allow yourself that compassion and grace because it doesn't mean you're failing. It doesn't mean you're weak. It doesn't mean you're not strong. You're a strong, badass bitch. Like you got this. Like, it's, it's okay. And sitting with your pain, that was a big breakthrough for me too, was like actually allowing myself to sit with it and not numb it, not go do something else with it. And it helps you get better at releasing it, I find. For me, it did anyway. It took time, but it's like anything in life, right? The more you practice something, it gets better with time. Yeah, absolutely. It, 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 it's just interesting to me because when I had that freedom, I call it my freedom story um, and when I was 40. Um, and again, freedom 40. <laughs> hey, I didn't even ever think. Yeah. About um, and again, there's like way more detail about that on that other podcast. If anyone wants to hear it, it's really powerful. I literally had like a miracle, a physical miracle and in, in, in it all. And I'm not just like a spiritual miracle. And it's really, I, I, I really recommend DM me if you want to hear that story. Yeah. But I felt for, I guess it was like three solid years. I'm free of that. And yet I am. But this past year challenged it. Let me tell you, Mm. I was faced with all of the same things in in, in, so much of the past year in like 600 different rabbit trail rays triggered my my childhood trauma, my adulthood trauma, um, all of it. And um, spiritual trauma, all of it. And I thought, oh, I guess I wasn't freed after all. No, I was. God did free me, but it doesn't mean that things, you know, like you say, it's up and down. It doesn't mean that things that don't like come into, I remember a therapist said to me one time, like, there's going to be big events in your life that will basically ignite needing more healing and going further. Yeah. Like, okay, what does she mean? She just mentioned the main ones like marriage and death, maybe having a child or what name you, or what have you. But like this past year, like for a, a lot of us the past two, two and a half years, I don't know, what is it approaching three years now? I don't even know. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, it couldn't have guessed that therapist couldn't have guessed like, oh, this worldwide thing that's going on, like, but it did. And mm-hmm. the great news is that 
and when I when I talked about the two main things I wanted to talk about God and my husband the great thing is that because of God and my husband I actually lived in victory even though I was faced with those things I lived in victory this year um it, it took me to my knees a few times and I had I yeah. had to do work um I had to do a lot of work with with God um uh but right now I sit here and I tell you I'm feeling like I'm coming on the other side of that. And yes, I did have further healing because of it. Um, yeah. Not even in spite of it, but like because of it, right? So, um, and so anyway, to go back to the story, you know, I, I grew up with all this trauma, all this abuse, and um, immediately that sent me running the other direction from mm -hmm. these people that yes. were participating in what I what I call evil Christianity whether they were intended whether their intentions were good or not and I do believe a lot of them their intentions were good it wasn't coming out good I mean mm -hmm. Satan has more work and he does more work in Christian circles I I feel like sometimes than than in you know the the rest of the of the of the world and and for me that was no different so um I ended up going down a path that was trying to find because I wasn't getting love there you know yeah yeah right god to be honest I was shown a a, a a flawed god because you're preaching one thing but then acting it if I mean uh, you know um and no human's perfect I certainly now I'll say I, I am not a good Christian there's I there I believe there's no such thing I'm horrible I'm terrible I am I am whatever but that's why I just I need god in order to yeah I'm very spiritual like I feel like in life like when you, no matter which way you break it down, no matter what you look to as your higher power, there's right and there's wrong, there's good and there's bad. And it doesn't matter which way you spin it, it's still wrong. Like, even, like so I, I know what you mean in that sense, like, um, just in looking at like the good and bad. And like, when you're saying like the evil Christianity, I totally know what you mean there. And it's like bringing up so many things that I've seen throughout life, just like, these people that preach and they talk the talk, but they're not walking the walk of what it means to be. To me, it's just about being a good human. <laughs> like, yeah, a lot of a lot of that comes down to the agape love thing, which I would love to to touch on because that also is what helped my marriage, which is our yeah. third our third marriage. So I'll get to that. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. What what ended up happening throughout that is I went into this deep dive into other things, which mm -hmm. actually led me to further anxiety depression like it, it looked like oh the light you know it was just a, all all things that any anything 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 yeah. all um all things thirsty 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 yeah you know yeah yep. all things like trying to get my attention and get my you know um that that fill that space in here and get yeah. it feel it and I call that like numbing my pain because I feel like I went through something similar and I was numbing my pain with like you know drinking partying sex you know dabbling in different things like yeah yeah and it really um it led me down a path that actually led to more of the things that I was trying to escape from um yeah. thing about that road um and and I feel like just bringing up this concept right now because it's something important to me that like when it dawned on me I was like wow okay so um I was running from all that because of the people yeah god so I still had god in my life in a very real way but I just said sorry but we're gonna have a dysfunctional relationship like all the relationships I have unless you fix it 
which he end, ended up, you know, is working on still, but ended mm-hmm. up doing, um, just took a long time. Yeah. And also, I just, I ended up uh, just getting to the point where I realized we can't throw, throw out the uh, chicken because there's flawed humans throwing the eggs at me. So mm-hmm. that was because like God does not intend for this to be this way with many people. These people are, are just as flawed as the next person. And, and they are just as easy and just as um, susceptible to, to hurting people as yeah. any. And, and so, and, and, and we look to, we automatically look to humans and then say, oh, I'm not going to be a part of that. But in this case, I mean, God doesn't mean for any of that to happen. So I just realized, yeah. And I always stuck with that, I guess, is that I, I'm not going to throw out the chicken. I'm just going to distance myself from those damn egg throwers. You yeah. know? Boundaries. <laughs> yeah. That one's a really, really big one for me because I guess that was what inevitably, because I walked away from the church, I walked away from those Christians and I was embarrassed of Christianity. I was, I was never embarrassed of God. I was embarrassed of the term Christianity Christian. So I was yeah. like, God close to my heart, but not really talk about it much or whatever. Um, because I was embarrassed, but ever since my freedom story, I now am like, because I still lived in a bit of embarrassment because this term Christian is, it is Christians have made like Christians have embarrassed Jesus. <laughs> Christians have embarrassed, yeah. you know? So I, so I just realized, well, I'm one of them too. Right. I'm not, I've hurt people. I know I'm, I'm mm-hmm. certainly perfect. And so, um, I just, I just got to that point where I'm like, actually, I can't be embarrassed of that, which freed me. I can't be embarrassed of that, which like completely took up, took me. Cause I always, when I wrote poetry, it was always like, I'm drowning, I'm drowning, I'm drowning, I'm yeah. drowning. And that's how I felt I was just drowning in life. Um, and like, I can't be ashamed of anything that freed me from that. I can't okay. not anymore. And yeah, people, including myself made a bad name for, for God. Um, but I'm still going to talk about him anyway, because I cannot be ashamed for that, which like, which, which brought me to where I am yeah. and that whole chicken and the egg thing, um, was, was That's a really, great analogy, by the way, I feel like God gave me that one because I'm trying to explain to somebody what, like, cause it's very easy to be like, That's bad. Staying away from that thing. <laughs> thing. I get it, dude. I, I like, you know, I get it. Um, but but I tried everything. And this is the only thing that actually really worked. I tried, I tried besides drugs, because like, I just knew I would, I would, I would go from there to, to like, yeah. hell hero with drugs. I never tried that, but I tried literally pretty much everything to get rid of anxiety and depression and suicidal tendencies and just complete rage and hate. And the only thing that worked for me was God freeing me in an exorcist hour prayer that just, I was different. My husband even was like, eh, I don't know what this God stuff. Blah, blah, blah. But then when he saw <laughs> me and he saw that was the, the marker in time of, of what happened there, he's now a total Jesus believer because of like what happened to me. So mm-hmm. I just wrote that out there because everybody has a choice to make with that in life. And if you don't want to make that choice, that's like, you know, that's between you and God. But I tried everything. If you tried everything and nothing worked, hey, man, give this a go. I'm what I'm saying. Give it a go. <laughs> because it, it it really worked for me and again I went through like such a difficult year and that is what 
of all the times I felt suicidal, I think this past year would have probably taken me down again, if I didn't have. And so for me, again, these are the two top things. And they're the ones that I want to touch on in this. So I went down that bad path that led more and more and more up until that point when I was 40 and that happened. Um, but I want to reverse just a sec because coming to that second major point, um, which is full in rabbit trails. Um, how do I word this? Like my second point is my husband, um, yes. who, who is my third and I'm also his third, uh, marriage. And, um, but the reason our relationship got to where it is has complete full rabbit trails coming from God. That's why I, I like put it that way to that way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the hierarchy of what's most important to the, to the next important. And so um, when I met him, it was 11 years ago. And, wow. and it was, yeah, it was crazy. Cause I mean, I, my second husband had just left and the way we met was just insane and weird. And we knew it was like divine timing. Mm, I love when that happened. <laughs> really, like a hundred percent the the details surrounding it. Like we could have so easily just not been in the same place at the same time, but we were in the, you know in the same place at the same time. And um, our relationship, because we both come from trauma um, and had two failed marriages, and and I will say that we feel strongly that the actual end 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 of those marriages wasn't like on our plate, you know. Right. Let's be real. There's two, it takes two to tango, as they say, and we were not perfect. And I think one of the bigger reasons we've always said that we we ended up working was because you you inevitably, after two failed marriages, you start to do a little bit more of like, hey, what am I doing wrong here? You know? <laughs> yeah. These people, these people are all <laughs> and it starts to make you look inward. And that really started to um because we were tumultuous, yo. We had the highs of highs of highs. And then for the first two years. And then we had the lows of lows of lows. Like properly lows. Um, and and I was just like, I just remember saying to him, we got to, we were in the car and I just remember saying, we've got to figure out how to get more like the lows be kind of like here. Highs can stay where they are, but we got to <laughs> bridge the gap here somewhere. We got to figure out how to do it. And the incredible thing is that the real end end up way um I mean it definitely got better after my freedom story because what happened during that time is I switched getting my full full attention and needs first from him because that's mm-hmm. a job and even he can't even do he cannot feel my needs he cannot be everything he can't feel that gaping hole that exactly I put God first for that and that will really mm-hmm. repair our marriage uh, in another whole new level because I wasn't relying on him for things that he's not even intended to do he can't do he doesn't have the tools to do he's a hu- imperfect human I'm not going to yeah. be able to that kind of area in my life internally filled by a human it's not gonna, it's just not going to happen and so anyway it went to a deeper level after that but near the beginning in the first couple of years what's crazy is I unknowingly began to implement this concept of agape love and I'll Ooh. talk about that this is a fun one because it. I got to the point where I said to him, because I saw, I saw how things were going and I just saw there, we both had issues. We both, again, the highs were amazing. The lows were way too low. And I, <clears throat> I remember um, saying to him, I just had this dawning on me and, and, and I now know 
I was implementing agape love. I said, you know what I'm going to do? And I told him, I don't want you to respond now. I'm going to speak. Don't respond. But I'm going to start a new way of pursuing things and doing things and moving forward with this relationship. I'm going to focus. I want to stop here and say, if someone's abusing you, like properly abusing you and something, walk. I'm not talking about that stuff. No, no. That aren't really like going well. You're not seeing eye to eye. You're, I just said. It's like a the healthy, dis- it's not, she, yeah, what Gypsy's saying. She's not saying like abuse, that kind of thing. It's the un, it's like, I don't want to use the word normal because that's not the right word, but it's not abusive tendencies is what she's referring to. When there's abuse, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, um, <clears throat> what's the other one? Like, any, uh, any of the sexual, like get out. Walk now. Yeah. No. <laughs> My mother said, trust me, go. Leave, go. But the, the stuff that's just like, you just, you're just, yeah. um, I said to him, I'm going to treat you like a king. And this is where it came from. I, people who know us well know we call each other king and queen. I and like that. <laughs> um, I said, I'm going to, from now on, start pointing my finger at myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to point it at you. And I'll just hope you do the same. And I'm, I'm just going to start to treat you like a king. And, um, and I'm just going to see where this goes. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I don't want to respond. So he didn't respond. And for three, <laughs> did not return the full finger pointing. Thing. Taking accountability. <laughs> I love that. I just want to jump in because like, I love what you were saying earlier about um, the taking accountability. And you also were like saying how you're not going to look to him to fulfill what you need. And I think everyone listening, any healthy relationship, don't look to your partner to be everything because they're never going to be everything. You have to be whole on your own and then you can just enhance each other. That's to me, a healthy relationship. You're enhancing each other in good ways. And yes, of course, there's going to be ups and downs. That's normal. But I like that you said that about not looking to him to fulfill everything. And I think that's very wise. And also uh, owning your shit. I'm huge on that. I'm like, look to yourself. Be like, okay, what am I doing here? If anything, because it's not always like that. And then you can progress further. So really, really love those two points you made. Yeah, it, those are really huge points. Um, And again, it took me like, we I didn't even meet my husband until I believe I was 34, no, 33 or something like that. And, um, so imagine that's like the age I was, and I'm only start just at that time, just starting to, so again, some of these younger, give yourself time, just keep trying, right? Just yeah. keep trying. I'm, you're not going to get it right all the time. I, I still don't. Right. But I, mm-hmm. but I said that, uh, I'm going to point the finger at me for negative. I'm going to point the finger at you for positive. And I'm going to stick, sit there and stay there. And I hope you do the same, but I'm going to do it, whether you do it for me or not. And for three weeks, he didn't respond, re- reciprocate this. And damn it, yeah, it was a long three weeks. <laughs> so you're like trying to stick to what you said you were going to commit to, even though, in essence, that is agape love. And what is agape love? Agape love is like a love that is not more. Actually, I've got notes because I'm a note taker. You know what I mean? So yeah. let me go to this. Also, I've had a lot of migraines lately. My migraine medication makes me a bit blah, blah, dumb in here. Okay, so agape is, it's a God's love. It, it's a Greek word, which means love in a way that is a matter, not as much about emotion, but more about doing things for the benefit of another person. That is, 
having an unselfish concern for others and a willingness to seek the best for others. Um, it does not demand its own way. We just come, we live in a world that's me, 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 do what feels good. Do what, and I honestly just don't believe that's going to get us everywhere. I think that we actually need to live that way where we are just honoring other people first and foremost. So love, and everybody's heard this, I'm sure at some point, uh, is patient. It's kind. It doesn't envy. It doesn't boast. It's not proud. It does not dishonor others. It's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong. It does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres, and love never fails. That is what agape love is. Corinthians. There she yeah. goes. Yeah. So um, the crazy thing about that is I was implementing that without even really relating that that's what it was. But let me tell yeah. you, it works. So <laughs> not reciprocated, right? But I just held firm and I kept doing that. I kept thinking about him first. I kept looking at me. What am I doing wrong? Looking at me for the negative, looking at him for the positive, started raising him like the king that he is, <laughs> but wasn't exactly, you know, living like, um, yeah. and there's a limit. we don't want to, you know, we don't want to be like, Oh, the potential is so good, but you know, there's a really a limit and everybody needs to be careful about that. Like you were yeah. not meant to continue to try to make it work with everybody it isn't that is like that's a decision you have to make no one can make it for you but I'm not saying that oh if you just do this with everybody that's some people you do need to walk away from and that's extremely important yeah. to understand right but I started doing that and lo and behold three weeks later <laughs> he arrives <laughs> what do you know pointing the finger at himself for negative and pointing at me for positive and and then this is really where the term king and queen came from and that's what we and have nicknames for each other of still to this day and it's crazy what loving somebody properly will do oh my god girl yes i'm sorry i gotta jump in because you're getting me so excited when you come correct in a relationship it is wild and i love that you said don't try and do this with everyone because like i think honestly deep down we always know when it's not right, even if we're hanging on, even if we're trying to, like you said, see, oh, well, just maybe if I do. No, like I, I mean, for myself, I can speak on that. Like I've stayed in relationships. I believe in divine timing as well. But when I look back, I'm like, oh, that you probably stayed there just a little too long. But at the same time, it all happens as and when it should. And then when you come into a relationship where you both show up and you both love each other right it is wild when you see that difference and what I love that you're saying Gypsy is like you've been like I don't know if you've been married full 11 years but together 11 years right and you you you're moving with the ebbs and flows of time because that's a long time to be with someone and the, that you're I'm, I'm gonna ask you too when did you start implementing this I, I think it was um I think it was like a couple years in like okay really tumultuous for the first couple of years it was a couple of years in I believe that's when it was because we, we got engaged at around about the three-year mark and so it was solid mm -hmm. enough at the time that that was able to happen and then and then we ended up married by I think it was by four years in so we've been married seven years now seven eight yeah eleven so that does the math is correct wow. but because it's so long ago my migraine medication <laughs> affects my memory I'm, I'm not always completely sure on timelines I um, have no concept of time at all so <laughs> Doors. Um, and it strikes me to bring this up now, but this is something we talked about on your last appointment at the hair salon. Um, man, start from the bottom first. 
I'll tell you, start from the bottom first. Work on that because the set is amazing now. Like, <laughs> I read that the vagina has so many, does it say, is it reflexology points or whatever that hit, hit emotions, hit like, yes. Let me tell you is that a, a loving, solid, monot like I really believe like, monogamous, trust me, we, we invited people into the bedroom. We did all the things. Um, I, I've never had better sex in my life than what I'm having now. And it's like, just keep getting better and better. Right. Um, when the, when the, when the man you love is committed to you, you trust them that they're not lying. You can, they're, they're, they're that part of their life. Their sexual is hundred percent for you. A hundred percent saving it for you. I mean, we went through a lot trying to get to this point, but it is amazing. Um, really, really amazing. And I would love for everybody to be experiencing the kind of sex that I'm experiencing oh, with the right yes. way. Like get that solid ground first. This day and age, I'm so not a fan of that. I never did it, but it's because I didn't have, uh, like I didn't um, need to. I, I met people in different ways and then, that, you know, and then I've been with my husband for like 11 years. So, but this focusing on the, um, the physical first and then mm. so fast all the time. I'm like, I just, I'm not, I'm not for it. I'm not for it because it doesn't lead to where, it can. And if what you're looking for is, and I, I also, another unhealthy thing I did for years is I accidentally, because of the abuse that I came from, I equated sex with love and man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sex is a nice addition to love. It is absolutely not the full capacity of it. No. And when you have love the right way, um, and I'm talking about the, the, the romantic kind, because yeah. I got whatever. I'm not even talking about the, the love God has for us either. I'm just talking about like a romantic love. When it's done the right way, um, trust me, it's way more encompassing. And now it makes sense to me that your like vagina has all these like different like, yeah. like pathways neuronically or whatever. I don't know, like, um, yeah. like to all these different like points in our brain when it combines all of those together and it, it's mind blowing. It's so bloody. Yeah. It's so wild to me. It's sex is such a spiritual thing to me like because it's like you're connecting in a way and like I'm very into the energies and things your energies are connecting like they're like and what you're saying it's so true when you're with like that love and when you like it's completely different than anything I've ever had like this it's exactly what you're saying and it's like sometimes I'm like I'm seeing colors and all these crazy things like it's wild in the best possible way yeah, so my, I mean, that's not the way we ended up beginning. Um, actually, that's not true. Because when we first met, like, he moved in with me. We hadn't even had sex yet. That's like a whole wow. little, like, yeah. like, we we had just met. And then he moved in with me. And we nothing physical happened. So we had a bit of time, although it wasn't long, to just build a relationship. And I honestly think, like, friendship first, then you can get a little bit more romantic, but keep the sex out of it romantic in the way of getting to know each other. And then, you know, you can move from there. But like, if you build that the right way, it's a lot harder to get to a place that I feel me and my husband are at in our marriage and our life and our sex life and our emotional, like all the things. If you're kind of going at it wrong, you're trying to feel like the top of the, cup, the top half of the cup first for the bottom, you just can't do it. And like I, building a house, you got to build your foundation yeah. and then move up. Yeah. And then, yeah. And so, um, it's, uh, it, it's, it's just really wild how, how, if you do it right, the, the, I mean, it's just like, 
such a killer. The, the strength is there. You know, I believe the yes. reason, like the way, even though it was a short term thing, the way it happened, we did build it the right way. Um, by and large, I think I probably still would have like changed a few things in that, but um, it, it's crazy how that'll get you through that foundation will get you through the tougher times. And this is another thing that I wanted to touch on that's uh, like related, but slightly unrelated. And then I'm rabbit trailing a little bit, but it's something I felt strongly to mention is, um, oh, it's just like migraine meds. <laughs> that No, my brain does that without the migraine meds. So I totally feel you. <laughs> I call it a brain stop moment. I'm like, what was I just about to say? <laughs> yeah, it'll come back to me. Um, but yeah, it'll come, it'll come back to me. But uh, anyway, uh, the, the whole relationship has been such a lifeline for me. Um, it, my God's greatest gift to me is, is my husband. Um, I just, I just feel, I feel so blessed by him and everything that, that like he stood through me, like he yeah. stood through, um, and he never left. He just, he just held on, man. Oh yeah. This is what I was going to say is, um, the, the concept of like growing apart. This is why he, we hear this all the time. We just grew apart. Yeah. Yeah. So this is an important one that I discovered. Um, mostly because here, here's how I discovered it. <clears throat> I noticed with my husband, he had a bit of a pattern going that I didn't want to be victim to that. Right. <laughs> His first two marriages, he was with them for seven years, seven years, seven years. And I was like, Oh, that seven year itch. Everybody's heard. <laughs> I was like, that's a real thing. I already know. And that, you have shown that in your life. I'm not going to be your third seven year itch. Nope. No. So here's the thing about that. Um, so what I did is I, I said to myself, I ain't going to be victim to it. And, and here comes into play this concept of like growing apart or growing together. In life, in general, love is art. And those are like really big parts of my life, love and art. Yeah. I'm an artist. Um, if you are not growing forward, if you are going backward. If you mm -hmm. think you're just staying still, I'm sorry to break it to you. You're not. <laughs> if you are not moving forward, you're moving backwards. There's no such thing as standing still. If you think you're standing still, you're just sadly mistaken and you won't realize it till it's too late, but you're moving backwards. So when pertaining to the concept of, and I have fallen prey to this with my, with my art. And even when I said I was never going to, so it can happen so easily. So if people have grown apart, and this is going to come across harsh, but it is just, I believe the truth. People have done so intentionally now it may have been accidentally intentionally but it's intentionally why because they didn't intentionally grow forward what does it take right. to intentionally grow forward well a lot of things you have to like <clears throat> first of all we made time really really important like yeah. Sunday were the only days we had off up until like a, a year and a bit ago um year and a half ago and those i i demanded those are our days like we mm -hmm. are involved in so much stuff but by and large, if we couldn't be together on that day doing whatever things we were asked to do or doing, because we were involved in, in a lot of different artistic uh, uh, avenues, and especially in Calgary when we lived there, yeah. um, we made that sacred. We had to be together that day. Um, we also, and it was intentional, we also joined each other, and that doesn't have to be for every single thing, no, but like we joined each other on each other's path now whether that was a path mm. of or a path of like um 
interest. And I'll say the path of interest, the way that worked for us is my husband wanted to, uh, you know, my husband wanted to be involved in um, financial services. Yeah. He's uh, on the side. He's a, um, he does investments in insurance. That's and awesome. I, I, did, I, I didn't get my license, but I did all the studying to do so. And we started doing that together because that was going to take up a lot of time of his. And so yeah. now concept of like, we must get past this out here. We must together, intentionally grow together. So we don't accidentally intentionally grow apart. Um, I joined him in that. I didn't really have any interest in it initially, but I got I cre- I created an interest. And um, and then spiritually speaking, another example is that like I mean he was the one the first the one that first suggested we should try finding a church in Vancouver here. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, say what? <laughs> But like, I really was seeing, oh, the, this, these people aren't the crazy Christians or the evil Christians, not that they're perfect. And they definitely have triggered a lot of my stuff the past year. And that's been a whole nother thing that I've had to go through again. Don't, I'm not throwing up chicken because of the plot that that throw eggs, but um, I I really wanted and needed that. And, and for me, I'm unfortunately balanced and me aren't friends. Um, never have been. So I kind of went into that full on and extreme uh, leading up to my freedom story. And dude joined me. He was yeah. like, yeah, but he, every time I said, I want to go do this, uh, uh, I want to go to this event and I want to go to that event. He joined me. He didn't, it wasn't his favorite, favorite thing in the world um, until, <clears throat> you know, now it's a little bit different because he really saw what God has done and he has his own complete his own strong strong and growing relationship with God yeah. now, but um but we intentionally grew together because if you are just hoping that's going to happen if you're hoping you're going to have longevity in your relationship more than likely it ain't going to happen you have to actually work for that and it absolutely intentionally building those interests and and, and spiritual side um healing and um activities you know it, it takes the mm-hmm. com- it um and so we blew past that seven year itch for me that was four years ago and then um and then I and I thought I'm gonna give this another go I want to blow past the seven married years which we just celebrated wedding anniversary on in April Um, and again it's just growing and strengthening and the sex from it again I'm like it's just mind-blowing so yeah and there's another concept that me and a I don't want to say too much about who so it's a I'll just leave it at a friend of mine so that nobody knows who um but um another concept we're talking about is that if if there's not if sex isn't happening I hate to break it to you again I hate to be the bearer of bad but something's very wrong gypsy keeps it real guys (laughs) (laughs) yeah I just and and you can agree with what I'm saying or not. And I think that it's important that we all respect each other's opinion, yep. whether we agree or don't agree. I, if mm-hmm. you're and DM me and say, I don't agree with you and I'll, I'll have the open conversation. Like, I yeah. think that's so key. This is how we learn. Like, cause we're not all correct. We don't know everything. I love learning new things. So I think it's great. And one of the marriages that I, I think is like a, it's one of my pastor's marriages. Um, actually there's probably two or three of them but one one of the things that that he always talks about is like we still don't agree on certain subject matters we mm-hmm. keep going 
springboard and talking about them, but we still are very passionately disagree on these things. Does it mean that we can't be married? Does it mean we can't be? So I just really believe if we disagree, it doesn't mean we can't be friends. We have exactly. lost. Last two years, we really lost that. Like we're all human. We can disagree. You may like the color, you know, uh, green and, and I may like the color blue, but we can still be friends. Gosh, we can still be friends. Yeah. So, yeah. I just really feel like, um, can uh have uh if there's no sex something's wrong something's wrong i mean you can say you can use all the excuses about the reasons why i mean unless you're like physically you know you've got cancer and it hurts to you know like right whatever but like um and this is important because it's part of the it was created to be part of the glue that bonds it because when you talk about how you believe it's absolutely it's spiritual you have Mm. a Connection with every single person you have sex with, and that should alarm some of us. You know what I mean? <laughs> that alarm some of us because you want to take on their their spirit, their energy. Yeah. Be careful who you allow into that spot in your life. You're taking that stuff on, um, and so if you're not having sex, that, that is a problem. And again, you're if you think you're just you know in limbo with it, you're not. You're unfortunately moving backwards and it will inevitably, and even if it's an accidentally, it, it still by and large intentionally, because we either intentionally grow or we intentionally just float. Um, and it takes intention. It takes intention. So mm-hmm. the thing about sex is this, is it all, all, all always like that huge buffet? I, I relate to it with food. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, it's always like, like amazing pretty much always right like literally mind-blowing but to get to that point it took just like hey you, you when you're um do we remember every single meal that we ever had no and some of it was like gross but I'm starving and I need to eat right now and so I'm just gonna yeah like, whatever um but we do we do remember these like a meal I had like I went to this like fine dining that's right places of me cooked for me and it was like so good and you know so but you don't quit eating just because it's not the perfect like oh this was like you know yeah because you have you need physical nourishment I believe that yes. sex is um nourishment from for a marriage you know and it's it's very, very important. So I agree. I think it's so important for me. Like I know it's I think for everyone but and I think uh, like I, what you're speaking on too, it reminded me of the the five love languages. Like when you were saying about what you and your husband do, and I was like, that's exact. Like it, literally, I was like, that's it. And you know, physical touch for me is like number one. Time and touch, number one. Some people maybe they prefer acts of service more so than yeah. that, but it still doesn't mean that you don't need those five basic things to have a fulfilled life. Because yeah. even though let's say acts of service is lower on the totem pole for me, it doesn't mean I don't need it. It just maybe isn't as important for me in the long run. Yeah. And that's actually a cool thing to bring up. People listening, if you haven't, um, if you haven't ever heard of that, um, there's a whole book on it. And yeah. So you don't, if you're not into reading like a whole book, you can just like Google or whatever. And there's like a little a quiz. bit of notes, like, but everybody needs all five. You're right. And mm-hmm. everybody has a one or two or three that are like top. Yeah. And what, where some of this discord starts happening in relationships is I'm doing my damnness to show you love and I'm showing you love in the way I need. It. Yes. 
they're tough though. Like um, you have to know your partners as well as yes. your own, so you can come yes. together and then love each other. I mean, bonus if you both have the same, great. But if you don't, you have to learn that and navigate yes. that accordingly. Yeah. So maybe even like I rec- recommend, and I did this with with Iron many many years ago as my husband's name, and um, like I just asked him, here's these five things, and um, here's the description of them. What would mm-hmm. you say most to least important to you? So I could like, when I am trying to love him and show him love, that I'm doing it in the way that he understands. Yes, that he receives. To him in the way he receives it instead of doing it opposite. Because um, we can be, there can be so much discord in a relationship when both people are trying their hardest, but they're hitting mm-hmm. the wrong nails. They're just hitting the wrong button. They're exactly. Not- and we're like, he doesn't do this. She doesn't do that. It's like, but I'm doing this and I'm doing it. But I don't really care as much about that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, like digging into that with your partner. I really highly recommend it. That's Me too. Very, very huge. It's really there's good. like even a quiz online. It's super easy. And you know, you can get to the end and you kind of can gauge it. And it'll even show like your, I don't know if they do it in percentages or how they, I can't remember now, but it lists them in order. And like, obviously use your own human discernment as well. Cause you can look at things, but really interesting and it seems so basic but it 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 all starts like again coming back to what you said the foundation the basics you have to have the basics and then it flourishes it's like planting a pretty flower needs the soil needs all the love and then it can bloom 100 percent. yeah and another thing that kind of makes me think uh, it triggers this thought is um i i i mean i would say this is for personal i would do this for personal and for relationship but i often ask clients over the years who have been together a very long time we've been married a really long time what's the secret and there's some obvious ones that people say you know love respect blah 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 whatever um truth you know all the stuff but this one gentleman many 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 years ago way near the beginning of my career he said to me and this was you got to remember back in those days in like 2001 this was like a more shocking and I was down with it (laughs) I go to therapy before it gets to be a big thing. Like, I can't even tell you how many times I've been to therapy with my wife. I we go and we book an appointment um, when something's really small, and mm-hmm. we get work through it before it becomes something big. Again, that's going to be an intentionally growing together too. Because if yeah, you let, oh, I mean, I tried to go to therapy with my first two husbands when it was already. Yeah. Well, my first husband, I literally should have, he was one, one of those abuse. Like I should have never even, I should, it's like, get out, go. There's no saving. This. Yep. Like, go, 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 go. But yeah, I mean, and, and both times they were right checked out. So it was too late to hit that point. Right. That's right. And go together, hit the things when they're small. And it makes me think of this because I went to therapy with my husband, Iron. This would have been probably within the first year we were together. And the reason why this can be so amazing, because still a lot of men these days are like, therapy, no, like we're still working on this becoming something where it's like, no, this isn't a negative thing. Just word it to them like a mediator. Don't call them a therapist, a shrink. Don't call them a counselor, say a mediator. And why is that important? I'll just tell you one short little story. We were in the, the therapist's office, right? And he was trying to work through a couple, a couple things with us and so he said ask me a question and then I talked and then he said now iron respond and, and and you say something and then after iron finished saying something in response to what I said 
therapist said, now, Gypsy, what did you hear him say? And I repeated what I heard. I said, no, I really don't think that's what he said. And Iron's like, yeah, that's not at all what I said. So <laughs> the concept of this communication imbalance that can happen so easily. So easily. It's trained and educated to help in a loving, gentle, kind way. Be a mediator. Again, we don't have to call it a counselor or a therapist, but be a mediator so that you can hear what your partner is saying. They can yes. hear what, and, and something very profound happened within the same sessions. It wasn't probably the same exact one, but for me, I have huge abandonment issues, whereas yeah. my husband has severe adult ADHD. So if you walk out on me, this is the worst thing you can do. If you walk out yeah. on me and leave the situation, I am, all those abandonment things are triggered, right? And yep. he knew and learned that if he's starting to get ramped up in a conversation, he must leave. He's told he was told with ADHD, you leave because otherwise it can go like zero escalate. Yeah. yeah. But um, and people still need to do what they need to do, but maybe you know, you need to work through like how that's gonna look and pre-plan when we get in an argument, how are we gonna approach it? So because yeah. maybe you need to leave the the um the conversation, you know, to make sure you don't to cool down or to whatever yeah for sure but um after that meeting when when my my therapist explained to my husband what abandonment what him leaving does to me my husband didn't understand he didn't know from that day on in an argument I remember two times the first two times that happened put his coat on I said oh here we go again he's gonna leave he put his coat on and then he sat down in a different room and did not leave. And then oh, he never Oh wow. No, right? So therapy can help you guys. I mean, yes. He, the fact that I saw him put his coat on and he stayed, I think that was almost in some ways better than if he just hadn't put the coat because I knew he wants to leave. He knows he he, you know, but he just stayed. Oh, I love he that. He learned. <laughs> and, and yeah, so I mean, just just never and that's another thing to longevity and really do not give up on each other. So, I mean, again, you got to assess the situation. Is this full blown abuse? Like, no, absolutely. But how do you get longevity? Cause life ain't easy, dude. We went through some tough stuff and mm -hmm. we just made a decision early on around about those days um, with the therapy in the beginning. And, and again, the first couple of years was super tumultuous, but we made a commitment. We were not going to give up. We were just going I love to that. Right. So you're going to um, grow together. I love that. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and not having that, because again, it was a bit of a saving grace. We'd already had two failed marriages. Like we're not doing this a third time. <laughs> yeah. So just made that commitment. We're not going to, we're going to figure it out. And yes, it does take that kind of agape love where you're thinking of them first in all the ways it sounds opposite to what the world is preaching in so many different ways today, but like, it, that is what it takes. It does take thinking of them first and doing what, mm -hmm. and if, as long as the other person is also doing the same, it is yeah. not healthy or, or easy or work and whatever, if two people aren't doing the same. So find you somebody that's going to agape love you back. <laughs> you know, you can't be the only one doing, cause that is just going to turn into a form of emotional abuse. And in, in an 100%. Idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you have to be like fulfilled. You're on your, like we said, make sure you're fulfilled on your own. And then you can truly honor your partner and give them that and like work together. And like, like we said, it's, you're not always going to agree. You're not, it's not like that. But 
when you're choosing each other, I think it's something that you choose each other every day. Like that makes such a difference. Yeah. You just have to say, no, I'm not, I'm not going there because that is not an option for me. I'm going to do what it takes to, to make the water your own grass. Don't be looking mm-hmm. at people's lawns. The grass is not greener. It's green where no. you walk. You know who wrote yeah. that lyric? <laughs> just Justin Bieber. Uh, but I love that lyric. Uh, the grass. I is- love Justin Bieber. <laughs> Uh, I do too. I, I just think, yeah, grass is green where you water it. And ever since he came up with that lyric, which I believe was a like issue around about the same time as the beginning of our relationship, I'm like, oh, wow. Watering my own grass. I'm not looking at the other grass because we bring our own problems to that other grass. Trust me, that other grass has its own problems it's going to bring to you. So yeah. unless abuse, abuse or whatever, um, just water your grass. And but here comes into play this other concept of like don't rush into things then listen to people, find out who they are before you make a decision to like be involved with them romantically or sexually. If they show you who they are, believe them. Let's that say that one more time for the people in the back, because yes. <laughs> yeah, who you who they are, believe them. If they show you they're somebody that's not going to give you that same. Thing that you know you want to, to give that you want that longevity that you want that commitment that you're going to try all the time and not quit trying and you're going to you know and they're not and you see their actions speak louder than words they're not going to give you that back believe them then and get out mm-hmm. and don't go there romantically and sexually with the relationship until you can assess that and that can take some time because we get all like oh oh <laughs> so bad. he makes me feel sexy it's like so romantic <laughs> that at the beginning that's why I hear those girls talking about this I'm like yeah they're all like that at the beginning they ain't gonna come across like an asshole in the first few seconds because then you'll just walk they all everybody's like putting on their good little front wait until you can see who they are in different situations look at how they're dealing with things in life and um don't make that choice until you know because then you know who they are saying they are and you must believe them and not think oh well he'll change or oh he'll do this. Like, no exactly yeah so true you get, like don't try and change people people can grow but they have to want to do it themselves like you cannot make someone grow I've sure. learned that the hard way too <laughs> yeah. yeah so um I feel like that was amazing <laughs> you dropped so much knowledge I loved it that was so yeah. awesome three four years to gain it that's why but yeah um <laughs> there's many aspects of my life many rabbit trails but as I was contemplating thinking praying I felt like these were the two main ones um and I felt they were very in line with kind of what you're doing in your podcast which by the way I'm so yeah. proud of. Oh, thank you um, I think you're so cool um so those are like the main ones and unless you have any other questions I feel like no I this is amazing do you have any final words of wisdom? I'll throw that out. You dropped a lot, so it's okay if you don't. But if you have anything else, like, we'd love to hear it. You know, there's many words of wisdom. And how do you come up with just one? I feel right. like <laughs> that, I, that I am going to share um, was battling with the whole chicken and egg thing. But I left that as part of the whole concept of what I was talking about. And I'll stick with this as my final words of wisdom in life in the relationship that you're choosing, in your healing, try your hardest and never give up. That's what I say. We created, me and my husband, this, this phrase, this, this phrase, um, try harder. We created mm-hmm. that in that first couple of years 
Um, and I think it was all around that kind of timing again with therapy and with the like king and queen uh, situation. We just said, we're just gonna keep trying harder. If your hardest didn't work that day, get up the next day and try harder still. If that wasn't, didn't cut it, if that didn't make it, get up the next day and try even harder still. Just do not quit trying in life, just keep trying. And this can be a tough one for somebody that's dealing with like depression and, 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 and trying to heal from trauma and stuff like that. But trust me, don't, don't, don't go into a, a phase of your life that's just band-aiding it or just um, uh, you're, you're running from it or, or you're yeah. trying to medicate it face it and just keep trying. Um, try a different, if you're banging your head against the same wall, try a different wall. Hey, yes. like, I tried going to God's healing instead of all these other, you know, like bang your head against a different wall. Try that one instead. I, I felt like I was wandering around a dark room and that's how I were. It was either under underground in water, caged and chained, or like in life, I felt like I was wandering around a dark room and people were like, talking as if I should know where the, I didn't know where the light was. I didn't know yeah. openings were. And I'm just like, <laughs> like <this. laughs> but I, I just didn't quit trying. And I guess I, I was born with that fighter spirit. I, I didn't quit trying and I began to try harder and harder. Still, I tried different walls, different doors, different things. And finally God flicked that freaking switch for me and things got so much better for me after. But yes, that was a that was a phrase we both came up with. Try harder, <laughs> and and I will add because it's an important bit. If you tried hard, your hardest, dug the deepest you have, because that was your capacity or your wherewithal that day, and it wasn't enough. Go have your cry. There's two points to this. Go have yep. your. Cry. Not saying just get up and keep going like oh like we're not robots. <laughs> Go have your cry. Okay, have your moment. Set your time or how long? Am I going to give myself a week for this? Am I going to give myself like 30 minutes for this? Go have your cry in your like moment to like regroup. Yeah. Just keep going and try harder. Still don't quit. So um, dig deep and keep going. And we have to remember that we only have the capacity we have. Some days we may have less capacity than other days. That's right. Try with the capacity you have on that day. You try the hardest you can on all of these different matters of life. And you will get growth. It may not seem like it for a while, but you will mm -hmm. continue therapy, continue trying, continue seeking healing, continue to rid yourself of the things that are trying to self-medicate those to, to bury them. Trust me, you try to bury trauma, you try to bury issues, they come out in these other little oh, ways. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big time. I'm like, it's going to bite you in the ass eventually. You have to deal with it. Like <laughs> That's how I felt about it. Because I was like, well, all right, here we go. <laughs> Just keep going. Don't quit. Don't lose hope. I'm here to tell people, especially people, I gotta have a heart for them. People that are really struggling with, this, you know, feeling suicidal, feeling so depressed and having so much anxiety and being filled with hate and having had so many people do so much harm and not wanting, you know, just wanting to keep people away. And, um, I'm a literal life testimony to there is light on the other side. Don't quit. Just keep going. Um, Hey, you need somebody DM me, man. I, I, I would love to, to, to do anything just be that support if you don't have a support pick me pick me I'm over here where are the tissues right now because you're making me cry <laughs> oh yeah, like that's how I feel right and I think that's so, um, but I just want to like tell people if you're struggling 
just don't quit. If I can do it, you can do it. I just know that. And if it took me 35, 40 years to get where I am and still growing, I mean, if it took you 70, that's okay too. I just had yeah. a woman respond to me because of my other, um, and it made me feel so emotional. I had a woman respond to me because of my other podcast and she's, she's in her early, uh, I think she's 70, just 70. And, and she's like, oh my goodness. Like I had this moment with other people and then I, and then I listened to your podcast and like, I found like this new deeper level of healing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what age you are. Just keep trying and keep going and don't give up. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Oh my God. Uh, a full on like mini preacher. I loved that. I'm here for it. Literally, you got me with the feels. I felt that through my whole body. That was amazing. And I was gonna say, I was like, Gypsy's literally living proof. Like, and that's why we share these stories because we are not alone. Like, no matter what your circumstance, there is someone who can be there for you and can be your light and show you that it can get better and just try harder and don't give up. I fucking love that. Like, it's just, that's the tea, yeah. guys. Like, that's what's up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Um, also, I wanted to make sure we plugged in your social media if anyone wants to connect with you. So how can they reach you? Okay, so I think um, a great place to reach me is at Hair by Gypsy Kiss. So just literally Hair by Gypsy Kiss. It's a, a hair, B-Y, hair by. <laughs> <laughs> B-Y-S-Y and then Kiss K-I-S-S Perfect. Um, you can DM me on there. You will never be bothering me. I have a huge heart for anyone and everyone. And um, if you have any questions, if you want a, a, a link to that other podcast, which like I did not really um, cross over much information um, between these two again, because I feel like the audience was slightly, slightly different depending but if you want to hear more about my freedom story and how I got freed from all those things I would love to send that to you if you have yeah. any I don't agree with you on what you said hey let's have that chat I don't mind I am you know we can agree I disagree and still be friends um if you need anything if, if you're like I don't have anyone again pick me and dm me out you'll never be bothering me Oh my God. I love that so much. Thank you so much for being so open and raw and vulnerable with us. I really do appreciate it. I could feel it all. Like even through the screen, we're still on each other's level. Like I could feel your energy and I just really appreciate you taking the time to share with us. Like it really means a lot to me and I know the audience as well. They're going to love it and resonate. So thank you. Well, thank you because it is literally my pleasure. It's all my pleasure to share my story because I believe that that God wrote me a story that helps other people. And that's, that was always one of my goals is to be able to be a help to other people. And again, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I feel blessed that you asked me to, oh. and um, I feel blessed to, to, if, if there anything that we talked about today is a help to people for me, that's just a huge blessing. It's truly my pleasure. Again, I'm so proud of you and thank you. Thank for you. Yeah. Oh, of course. I'm like, we're going to have to have a part two, part three part four conversation on here because there's so much and it's so beautiful and amazing all right everybody awesome yes thank you so much that's tea time for today everyone if you loved what gypsy was saying feel free to reach out i'll be tagging her everywhere everything will be linked so there'll be no problem if you're watching this on youtube make sure you subscribe and hit that like button it'll help us grow our beautiful community you're listening to this via podcast leave a rating give us a review and that's it i hope everyone has an amazing day night whatever time it is and wishing you love and light as always